Hey, it's okay, my favorite four from there. Hey, Robbie. Yeah, Cole. What's what? <laughs> Who's that? Okay. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey. So you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably not. And that's why we like you. On this week's episode, Cole looks like he's been in 2020. He's on quarantine right now. The hair's getting long. The beard's getting long. The man has been at home with babies. Mm-hmm. And we're here with you. So I hope you appreciate having us with you. If you appreciate having us with you and you feel like, you know what? I just like drinking with my friends. I'll buy your friends a drink. It is up on patreon.com slash chill filter, but you don't have to. You really don't have to. We just appreciate having you here. But you and more than should. that, more than, than you hitting us up on Patreon, we would love to hit you, for you to hit us up on Instagram. That's where we do most of our communication or at chillfilter.com, chillfilteredpodcast at gmail.com. We just yep. would love to talk to you. We're just happy to be here. We're happy to be here. We're this happy is a, you're here. a nice turnaround from last week. It is. I was, you know, I, I'm feeling better since last week. I was a d- Debbie too. Downer. I feel bad. No, I brought you down. You were all like, I need to record. I'm excited to record. And I was like, I was having a rough week and I brought you down happens, and man. you met me where I was and you made yeah. me feel better and I'm feeling better. And you know what? Like Good. that's, that's kind of what this, this whole thing's about. This isn't your kinda typical true. whiskey to whiskey podcast. We're the whiskey yeah. senses. We're the whiskey we're senses. We'll talk we gotta about get our shirts for that. <laughs> maybe, maybe next year, if we, if either one of us or both of us get on Matt Madness, we'll have whiskey sensey shirts. The whiskey sensey. Bush's baked bean shirts. No, man. That's the thing. I know. I feel like that is one thing that I appreciate. And like, um, this month has not gone according to plan. Like, you were supposed to be out even this week's episode. Yeah. And last week, we weren't supposed to record. So, there's really only two episodes I did without you. And like, Every time I reached out to somebody, it's kind of like, you know what? Like, this is your chance to kind of like tell us about you. Cause I feel like this is more like hanging out with friends than like anything else. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. it's mostly we talk a lot and then we get to the little bit of whiskey, but the whiskey's predominant. But we talk a lot. No, we couldn't do it without it. That's for sure. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We should try one episode where we go. Yeah. (laughs) We just talk the whole time. Yeah. That would be weird. How you doing, man? You seriously look like you haven't been out of the house in a month or two. Like you look. Yeah, COVID it's been hard cold. too. It's been hard to like. I keep thinking I gotta trim my hair, gotta do all that stuff. But um, I just went back to work this week, and like this uh, with my big <laughs> facial hair. Like, and I'm just like, sorry. And the funny thing is, I've taken a nap every single day during my lunch break. Um, while I go back to work, and not a full nap during the whole hour, you but just, like I'll take like just, a twenty minute nap. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, Dude. Uh, yeah, do you feel guilty adjustment. about it? Mm-hmm. Do you feel oh, guilty? Oh, do I feel guilty? Nah, not with my lunch break. No. Oh, man. I remember when the twins were born and I would uh, I would leave my school and I had to leave like 30 minutes early, but it was only mm-hmm. like a five minute drive if I hit all the lights. Uh-huh. Um, so I would be, I'd be sitting. Otherwise, if you didn't do it like at that time, you'd be stuck in like middle school oh, traffic totally. or like school traffic mm-hmm. in general. But I would have about 20 minutes where I sat in the van by myself and I knew Chelsea was at home with the twins nice. and I felt so guilty, but I loved just yeah. laying back and just Until sitting Lamar and waiting. knocked on the window. That's what it was. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> 
That's, I love well, that. but I, I always said alarm, but man, okay. yeah, no. So set, taking lunch naps. How, how how's everything else, man? Yeah, I mean things are good. Uh, yeah, I think work has it, work wasn't like going back to work wasn't this huge shock, which was awesome. Like I was like ex- not expecting the worst, but saying that there might be a chance that it's going to be a really hard hit the ground running thing. But it hasn't been. It's been a slow ramp up, which has been good. Been doing well, and then. Um, yeah, I must say it is hard finding time and sleep has been a little hard. Um, yeah. Gray isn't much of a like a crier, but she makes a lot of noise in the Two night. Babies are loud. Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> you know, like, and you're like, I just need to sleep, baby. And it's been well, hard especially... because, well, luckily, yeah, go ahead. Well, like, I remember when, like, when the twins were born, they were you know, premature as well. And they were small mm-hmm. and you're just worried yeah. about everything. Yeah. So every little noise is like, is you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I got you. With, man. Uh, uh, yeah. It's just, I, I like in a way want to have more time for jewelry, which I shut down or I, I uh, put the shop on vacation mode and stuff like that. And will continue to, for at least the near future, uh, but I'm like, I really want to get back into that. But I'm like, I know I don't have time for that right now until we adjust. And then um, I'm studying. And so that's oh, been, no. I've been studying a little bit uh, during my the other part of my lunch break at work and then studying a little at home. But that's kind of like Heather understands like, OK, that's part of your career. That's part of how you move forward in your career and um, or at least continue my career. Um, and so that's been good, though. I've been studying really well. And then, yeah, but otherwise, um I feel I feel like things are mostly looking up. I um yeah. Yeah. And Heather and I, you know, it's it's funny. Like Heather and I have been working through some things communication wise, and um that's been it's been hard. Uh, I don't so <laughs> when you like when you bring up something in a relationship, yeah, and you're like, I think that there is a disconnect here and and sometimes most of the time i think it's me that's the disconnect and doing something poorly but if i ever bring up something with heather i'm like hey i feel like the disconnect is on your side this time with this certain thing and then i feel bad for like bringing that up and heather you know when i'm told something like that i might be like sad about it or or hurt by that but then i'll be like all right i need to i need to make changes because that means a lot to them and it means a lot to me that i'm that for them Especially mm-hmm. when it, when it's a marriage, if it's like friendship, it depends on the level of friendship. Um, but when you bring something up and it's just like, all right, I kind of think it's maybe not my fault this time. Most of the time, it is uh, not fault, and I really don't mean that. Like, I, it's I kind of feel like this is an area of growth for you, wife. Uh, and it's nothing big, nothing crazy. I have ten more times things to grow in than she does. Um, but it's like hard. It's hard to be like, I don't know. I feel like that's good relationships and good communication are ones that are willing to say, hey, it hurts me when you do this or it hurts me when you don't do this. Um, but mm-hmm. that being said, um, Heather takes it very differently than I do. Heather takes it with anger and um, stubbornness. Stubbornness is the word number one. And I know that's probably a little bit of Chelsea too. Um, uh, Chelsea's that she, I would say is very similar. Yeah. 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 
And that's the funny thing. We have a lot in common in different ways, but I have some in common with Chelsea and I have some in common with you and the same with, with Heather and me, but um, yeah, Heather is very, and like, that's one of the things her dad like warned me about before we got married. He's like, I need you to know that she is stubborn and she is. And it's cute. Sometimes most of the time it's cute. It's a great trait. It is a really good trait to have. Like stick to your guns. Mm -hmm. Like you are what you are. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like but when I have to bring influenced. Yeah. But when I have to bring up this thing again and it's nothing and it's nothing like one thing, but it's just like, Hey, how you make me feel when you do this hurts me. And when I have to bring it up again, when it's like bringing it up and being like, I know you're stubborn and I know you actually do care, but I know your stubbornness is winning in this battle of care versus stubbornness. Yeah. Um, that's all I got to say. But I think we're good. You know? <laughs> You're right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's marriage is hard. Marriage is. is really hard. Like mm-hmm. relationships in general are hard. And they have their uh, ups and downs. They do. And I think mm-hmm. I have a kid crying in the background. And I can hear one of your marriage. children crying. Oh, I hold imagine on. it's not cool. Amara. Cool. Uh, talk about what we're drinking for just a second. So we're going to be drinking uh, today. Actually, we haven't mentioned this yet. We're drinking Orphan Barrel Copper Tongue. And this is a Paul Clarkson joint. So shout out to that baller. One, give me a moment, Paul. Give me a moment. Thanks, Paul Clarkson. What a baller. And while Robbie is still running around beating his children, I'm going to pour some Glen Grant 18. Shout out to two people, Marco in AZ, who got me a bottle, and Ben Klepsig in WI. Uh, for getting me a bottle as well. Uh, Marco got it as a gift, as a groomsman gift, but Ben uh, found it, paid for it, and then I paid him. So thank you both. You guys are dope, stellar ballers. Supreme level. Ayo. Hey, you know what? Oh my gosh. I think we had an up and... So last week we covered... um... On Whiskey World News? No, no, no. It was uh, an up in Patreon from Dramham, but I think we yeah, had another mm-hmm. one before that we didn't talk about. An up? Oh, Jason Preston? I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I think we didn't No, so he, he basically had to like um, switch cards and, and switch in the cards. Uh, okay, the so it wasn't. But either way, <laughs> shout out to that friggin' baller. He's an awesome guy. Jason Preston. Poor Scherzel. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Hello, Michael. Yeah. How am I doing? You ask. I'm doing better. I did Things ask, good. but I didn't ask. But yeah, I did. no, it was about it was time. It was about that time, but then I had to like hoot and holler yeah. at the children's. Exactly because relationships. No crying. Are Never hard. crying in this household. Not during recording. Uh, no, mm-hmm. things are good. I am excited. I got done doing like I removed all the big rock from the back of my yard. Like that, nice. the that backyard rock mm-hmm. is removed. Big project. I, think I did like eight yards full of this rock and it was heavy and i woke up wow. sore every morning tomorrow i'm i'm buying my mulch from the city of boise because it's 20 dollars nice. a yard and i am That's excited cheap. for that except for it's a half hour drive to go get it half hour drive back mm. which means i bought five yards which is five hours just driving tomorrow wow and chelsea's got to work and so it's gonna wow. be an interesting day tomorrow but it'll be you're gonna right. have the kids with that yeah um put them my to work mom, my mom may come over and just kind of chill here well i do a couple but I'll, i will have the twins for at least the first couple i'm so sad i've never met sue deadlow you never met sue deadlow i've met She's a sue aurora or no i'm sorry is she Rourke? 
It's your Rourke, yep. Okay, cool. And you met Finley Sue Dedlow. Yep, you that's right. Met Patricia Sue Dedlow. Nice. Well, next time that's you're right. out. I, I knew it was like. Next time you're out, you got to meet her. She's a saint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. you got to bring her out. She yeah. sounds like a saint. No, man. Like, things are pretty yeah. good. Things Like, summer is coming close to a close. Like, it's almost mm-hmm. over here. Um, I'm already thinking, like, what I got to do for my class. Like, so we have one more trip planned next okay. week at this time. So we're recording on Thursday. So next Thursday, we go up to Spokane to nice. my wife's sister's house. Uh-huh. And we live on a lake. I'm so excited. We're going nice. to get the boat out. Do they have I'm a lake house or do they have They a, do. It's like right on the lake. They're right on the, uh, they sold the other house. So it's like okay. just the lake house. We're going to be at the lake house. Going to go. Cool. The girls are excited I to go them. fishing. They were nice. I liked them. Megan and Nate are great. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah. And we're gonna go surfing behind the boat. We'll do some wakeboarding. Nice. We we'll do some nice. cliff jumping. Like just be I on the water, mm. dude. It is my favorite. In That's Mexico, cool. there was a cliff. Did I tell you about this? No. The second resort we stayed at, there was a cliff. Wow, it does sound it was better, better than Virginia. Virginia. Um, <laughs> and uh, so like it was a cliff. Like you, was this the resort was awesome. The second resort was like nice. the best resort. So like there was this cliff, and at the top by the cliff, there was also like a slide that kind of came down and went into the main. Nice. Cliff. And I have been, I love cliff jumping. So like I went up. To yeah, the it's like one of my favorite things. And the twins went down the slide. So mm-hmm. my first time off the cliff, I went did a flip, and it was awesome. Nice. I go down, and I go down, and I check on the kids. I'm like, the kids aren't here. So I go back up to go like around, like where did they go in the pool? All yeah. of a sudden, I look up, Finley's on top of the cliff by herself jumps off i'm like <gasps> so i run as as I can. she was okay like, wow was hey. she was she cool with it Did she, she was love cool it? she was like it hurt a little bit which it can like hey. you gotta put your legs together did she land like, on her gotta... feet yeah she did she just how fine. high do you like, think it was uh it was like between, probably 12 feet oh, okay gotcha yeah so not too big but it was i was thinking like okay. 30 so yeah that's no, much no, no, no 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 it's it's small but for a Oh yeah, that's impressive for a six. Yeah, I was like, I was, I wouldn't even try to convince him to go up there because Daddy loves doing that stuff. But I was like, I wouldn't even try that. But then she just did. Did she do it again? So then she did it again. So then uh, I jump off again, and they said they were going to do the slide. So they did the slide and then went back up. And then all of a sudden, I get done doing the slide. I'm looking for him, and Finley's up there. So and she jumps. My friend Chuck is up there. So Chuck jumps Uh behind her. Who's a Patreon? Good looking man. Heyo. And uh, I go, hey, Chuck. He's like, yeah, I got her. I got her. It's okay. I see her. I see her. He gets her off. And I go, no, no. Judy just jumped. So Juniper jumped. Like, all my kids jumped without me knowing. Guys. And I feel like an awful dad. But I feel yeah. like my kids are kind of BA. Like, that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, seriously. Like, get up there and jump. Like, they both jumped a couple. Six-year-olds like... jumping off, like, over 10 feet? That's crazy. Yeah, without anyone coercing them. So, like, yeah. they did a great job. So, it was awesome. Wait, are they five yeah. or six? They just turned six. six. They just turned yeah. six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah, it was I a good love time. that. It was fun. Yeah, I. What's your favorite height to jump from, though? I think I love probably about forty feet. Okay, I'm like a thirty-five kind of guy. Yeah, I just but love I should try off forty. Course. Yeah, I just love. Can you do a backflip? I'm not. I won't do it from that high. Yeah. yeah. So like, I from like, just like ten to. Yeah. I don't even know. Like ten to fifteen. Like I'll do gainers and I'll do backflips. Yeah. But I know like that sort of stuff. Like from smaller, but I don't yeah. mess around. I won't There's some around. cliff jumping in Virginia, friend. Visit I, me. Love me. Have you ever seen the guy Ryan, Ryan with an R, mm-hmm. Bean, Ryan Bean? Like Bush's baked bean? Oh, yeah, but not as oh, tasty. Speaking of which, we should do a live read ad in the next segment. So. For Bush's baked beans, okay. 
But anyway, Ryan Bean, he's awesome. He does like the death diving world championships. Oh, I love Park death City's diving. I gotta, you gotta look about Ryan Bean though. Like he like okay. he'll jump off a cliff, and there'll be like a rock below him, and he like skips off the next rock, and then he does like triple back. This guy's amazing. He's amazing. That's crazy. I gotta look him up. Yeah. I love that. Stuff. I gotta try death diving though, because it looks really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tuck it in. So yeah, if you're on YouTube, Yo, Buffalo, you Buffalo Bill style, tuck it yeah, in. Yeah, tuck it in. Just like <laughs> what was the joke you made? You said uh, Buffalo Bill ballroom something or no? What was no, it? The Buffalo masquerade Bill. ball. Yeah, it was Buffalo Bill from. But it was the masquerade ball. Just it was like the masquerade ball. That yeah, you got a masquerade so anyway, ball like Buffalo Bill. Anything. <laughs> so um, so at work the other day. Oh, uh, my friend has a um, uh, Jeopardy tear off one a day calendar and it has Jeopardy questions. And the answer was Socrates, but it's mentioned like this Greek dude, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know. Is it Socrates? No, he's like, and he's like, no, it's uh, it's Bofides. And and I <laughs> play along and I don't play along. I'm like, oh, yeah, Bofides nuts. And he thought that I was just going to be like, oh, totally Bofides. And then he was gonna finish it strong, but I like caught him. But he got, got his face was getting so excited when I like started it up. But <laughs> anyway, I made a joke today that was like uh, that. That was a nickname in high school, but I, I forget it now. It was um, one of them involved beef, beef something. So, but anyway, oh no no, it was um, no, I lost it. So it's all good. I'll think of it all later. Right. You know what? But anyway, should we go look yeah. for it? Let's go look for it on our walk break and we'll walk. be right Let's back and we'll have a good time. Okay. And we're back. What a lovely break. Uh, shout out, quick quick notes to get to. Shout out to our Patreon supporters, Patrick Smith and Dram Hound, who will be getting Patreon goodies this week. Thanks for your patience. Uh, and both of them are on the um, the flask tier level. And our flasks don't get sent out empty, for the record. If you're thinking of going to the flask tier, you might get something in your flask. But anyway, um, another shout out to those who hit us up the week this week with some encouragement. They saw our need for lifting of our spirits, and they lifted our spirits. And then another shout out to Paul Clarkson for sharing what we're drinking today, the uh, Orphan Barrel Copper Tongue, uh, with a really great label on it. I mean, what a baller. Seriously. Um, so uh, this is surprisingly our first. What's that? It's printed. Yeah, it's on printed. a sticker. And it's like got the literal uh, like logo. logo on it. Yeah, so good for him. Uh, this is surprisingly our first Orphan Barrel product on the podcast. I'm sure we'll do some more episodes in the future, but I just wanted to do a quick summary of their most or of most of their releases over the years. So here goes. I got some years, but I didn't put all the years down. But uh, so Orphan Barrel is known for some crazy stuff. They are aptly named because they take old barrels from producing distilleries and make batches with them to bottle and sell. And it used to be barrels that were either really too old or just had been forgotten about, quote, orphan barrels. Um, but so here's some of the details of the bottles they put out. In 2014, uh, they put out a release called Old Blowhard. 
uh, 26-year-old <laughs> bourbon. It is 90.7 proof. And get this, it was found at Stitzel Weller Distillery. Uh, but apparently it wasn't distilled at Stitzel Weller Distillery, which changes everything. Uh, it was rather uh, distilled at the old Bernheim Distillery, uh, but aged in the Stitzel Weller Distillery. And you'll see a trend here in a moment. Uh, still cool, though. Uh, rarely do you get bourbons at the 26-year-old point. I've had it, actually. And all I can say, it was very oaky. Very oaky. We sold it for like a hundred and, or maybe it was like, it was expensive. I want to say it was one fifty a pour when I worked at the bar. Um, so anyway, in 2014, oh no, I just mentioned that in 2016, Whoop and Holler uh, is a 28 year old bourbon at 84 proof. Almost impossible to find a bourbon age this long. In fact, Buffalo Trace said they tried to get to that age and they found only vinegar in the barrels by that point. Uh, so 28 year old bourbon, almost impossible to find really special. And it was George Dickel juice. Uh, so one of their other releases is the rhetoric bourbon series. Uh, they had a 20 year, 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25 year. And each year goes up one tenth of a percent of, of alcohol by volume, starting with 45% and then going to 45.5% by the time you get to the 25 year. These were released one at a time over the years, and they were apparently uh, from the old Bernheim distillery and as well stored at the Stitzel Weller distillery, similar to old Blowhard. Uh, there is the Barter House bourbon, and that's a 20-year at 90.2 proof. Another old Bernheim product that was aging at Stitzel Weller. Uh, lost Profit, 22-year uh, aged Ooh, at... Lost Profit. Or 22 years age. At 90.1 proof. Do you remember the band Lost Profits? Uh, yeah, but that guy was like a straight up pedophile. Uh, yeah, pedophile. Like he's a yeah. convicted pedophile, like serving probably a life sentence for how many kids he messed Hopefully. up. Uh, yes, I, I do like remember that, that band. band. I didn't yeah. know not anymore. Yeah, I don't really listen to him much anymore. Um, could you imagine being a part of that band and like having that stigma? Hopefully, they knew nothing about what he was doing. Um, but like Seriously. you just lost all your cred because you were a part of the band with that guy. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, lost profit. Uh, this is this one's also interesting. Uh, it was left aging at the Stitzel Weller Distillery, but the juice was from the George T. Stagg Distillery, uh, now known as the Buffalo Trace Distillery. So the only one that wasn't uh, so far that I've seen that really wasn't a very strong Diageo related product uh, in the juice, at least. Um, so you're, you're starting to see a trend here. This is because Diageo, the conglomerate behind Orphan Barrel and places like George Dickel and, um, and the, the, yeah, anyway, they bought out this old Stitzer Weller distillery and they got some of the old barrels and that were already aging in the distillery as well as it kind of seems to me like they like threw some barrels into the Stitzel Weller distillery and just said, Hey, this is from the Stitzel Weller distillery and aged there. <laughs> <laughs> when it was like, did it really? But anyway, so that's the thing is like when I was first told about uh, old blowhard at the bar, someone was like, you know, that Stitzel Weller juice. And I was like, oh, sweet. I've had Stitzel Weller juice because I had old blowhard. But then I was like, wait a second. As I was doing the research for this episode, I'm like, wait a second. None of these were distilled in old or Stitzel Weller. So anyway, uh, the next one is forged oak bourbon. It's a 15 year old at 90.5 proof. It was also aging in the Stitzel Weller stocks, but was likely from the new Bernheim distillery. 
another one was Muckety Muck. They have a 24, 25, and 26-year scotch. Uh, the source was from the Port Dundas Distillery in Scotland, which closed in 2011. So it was like old stocks from a closed distillery. It's kind of cool. Uh, another one was called Gifted Horse. And it was 115 proof, one of the higher proofs that you see here. And this was a blend of old and new bourbon, four-year and 17-year. Apparently 39% 17-year Kentucky Street bourbon, and the rest was a four-year blend of corn whiskey and Indiana bourbon. And so here's where it bothered me, though. On their website, it claimed to be a 17-year, but it wasn't. And it didn't really say that on the bottle, but on the website, it's like, hey, this is a 17-year. Not the case, because... Uh, we know that you go by the lowest age if you're going to age state. Uh, so it kind of, it's, it's not even legal to do that. So it's kind of pushing the boundaries of like even marketing of saying like, hey, this is 17 year. It's not really, even though there is 17 year juice in it. Anyway, the other one, ne- next one I wanted to mention is Entrapment, uh, which is a 25 year Canadian whiskey from the Crown Royal stocks. Uh, 82, per- 82 proof. Uh, first all Canadian release, which was a 97% corn and 3% malted barley mash bill. Uh, there was another one called Forager's Keep, which was a 26-year scotch at 96 proof uh, from the Pity Veitch Distillery. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Uh, that was closed in 1993, uh, and it was a spy- side single malt. Uh, another one is Fable and Folly, which was a 14-year 90-proofer. Uh, it was a marriage of old stocks of Barter House, Forged Oak, and various rhetoric releases with aged rye and corn whiskeys as well. A lot of ages in here, uh, but the minimum apparently, uh, they say at least, was a 14-year, which I'm not sure if that was 100% true because they lied about the uh, gifted horse. Uh, a recent release is Scarlet Shade, um, their, their first rye that they released at 14 years old and 90 proof. Uh, this one is MGP juice, but was aged at the Stitzelweller Distillery. Like I said, probably these days they're just using the Stitzelweller Distillery as like the name of it, basically. To, to get the aged so I think I covered them all. Uh, but there, then there's what we're drinking today, Orphan Barrel Copper Tongue. So Orphan Barrel Copper Tongue is from the Cascade Hollow Distillery, Hello. Uh, which is also known as the Dickel Distillery. Uh, released in 2021 at uh, 16 years aged and 89.8 proof. But here's the kicker. Well, I'll talk about the mash bill first. Uh, <clears throat> undisclosed mash bill, uh, but likely standard Dickel mash bill, which is 84% corn, 8% rye, and 8% malted barley. Uh, but here's the kicker. The barrels were apparently discovered somewhere that they weren't expecting in the distillery at Cascade Hollow. And it was bottled at cast strength uh, but do you see on the bottle robbie what the cast strength is i did 44 percent, 44.9 percent. so it's 89.8 proof at a cask strength at cast strength so i don't know what was going on maybe it was really really if, cold where they were hidden find it in a river yeah, I don't know. I mean, like maybe it was just yeah, filling up with water as it went. But anyway, cast drank that eighty nine for a sixteen year is pretty crazy. Like I don't know what That's kind what of I conditions was... they were under. Yeah. But another big thank you to Paul Clarkson. Retail was a uh, hundred proof. Uh, not sure what the secondary price is, but Retail yeah, was a hundred proof. Following. 
No, I'm sorry. Uh, retail was $100. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. The proofage oh, is man. all over the place there, Cole. Yeah, the proofage is it's not cask priced. It's cask strength. Uh, right. So thanks again to Paul. I'm going to pour this out for the homies and then for me. But mostly, Ooh. I'm the homie. You are the homie. I can tell. The, again, the hair and the beard. You've been homie. homie. Oh, I've been homie a lot. Hmm. I like the nose on this. So it's got a dickle nose so far. So here's the dickle nose for me. Some people disagree. Some people say otherwise, but dickle nose is a mixture of nutty banana bread to me. Uh, Like nutty and banana bread. Okay. Usually I I always think nutty. This I'm not getting Mm. so nutty. Remember when I got dickle in my eye? Yeah. That was a great is... episode. I still, I still think that was one of our best. That was episodes. in Vegas, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a fun one. On we were using the um, ironing, ironing board, board as our table. Yeah, and only yeah, we. You know what? I think yeah, we just need to plan a time to meet up. We do. I, I talked to Heather, and she was like, "I'd be okay with it." Uh, especially what we what we really need to do is a meetup. And then have like a live episode with all of the people that join us for the meetup around us. And then we'll just, yeah, that'll be great. That'd be fun. I will. That would be fun. So I'm less nutty. I'm seeing more like, I'm not getting banana, but I'm getting kind of like. (sighs) I'm still getting a little nutty, but it's nothing like Knob Creek or like Booker. Somebody chewed up bubble gum for a while. It's not full bubble gum. Give me a bubble gum. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I'm getting the not the breadiness, oh. but like the the texture, not the texture, but like banana bread, light bananas on it. Yeah, I can see that mm-hmm. grainy, like a grainy sweetness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I like your butter or your uh, bubble gum note. I think but that's not like actually a strong really strong bubble yeah. gum. It's just like yeah, yeah. faint. Mm-hmm. It smells good though. I like the nose. It on does it. smell good. I can't say anything really bad about this. Um, actually, most of the time when I drink Dickel. Um, I don't love it. It's just not nothing too special, but I kind of dig this so far. Yeah, I think nose is better than palate. Mm-hmm. I'm getting it's really light, very light. Really? Yeah, no. For me, it was like it. It didn't have a lot of like. Okay, the finish is viscous. light. For me. So okay. the yeah, finish right. was better for me. The viscosity is very light. It almost felt like yeah. you drink, like it was an iced version. Um, so that's the biggest complaint about Orphan Barrel. Is like you have these crazy things, but they're all so light. Like they're all like less than 115. Well, they're really all less than 100 proof, except for the um, what was it, the Forged Oak or whatever? Or no, the uh, Gifted Horse. They're all like super light for how long age they are. I get like, I can see. It goes nutty, and then it goes towards like that more like a banana bread kind of a thing, where it's not sweet, but it is, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a there's a spice. It's interesting, like a like a pepperiness to me. A little pepper, okay. Yeah, no, I, I I'm yeah, no, I'm kind of where it's before like, the long finish. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 okay. It's good. I don't know if it's worth a hundred dollars, but it's no. good. It's okay. I think it's one of the better dickles that I've had. And you know, I like, I do like a good nutty note. I really do. Mm-hmm. And like this is like, this is all faint. 
and I, I, I mean, if what it like the nose, nose wise, I thought the nose is great, but palette wise, I'm like, eh, it kind of dies. Like, there's nothing really great there. Yeah, dropping a few drops. There's a little bit of bitterness towards the front of the palette too. Uh huh. But then it goes, and then it goes away, and it's pretty good. So, yeah, there is. I, it's. So you're right. There is something at the front. And I don't know if it's bitter, but it's a bite. But it, I think it's kind of a pepperiness, like a white pepperiness that I get up front. Okay. Um, but then it fades into kind of that standard, slightly nutty note. And then it fades into a nice finish. Um, but the very light finish, that being said. So with water, nose-wise, it's a little more nutty. It's not I'm as sweet. More fruity. Are we? Oh man, we're yeah. kind of flip flopping here. Yeah. It's still a good nose. Like it's a really nice nose. It, I will say it's on the sweet side, but I'm getting more mm-hmm. nuts than I did. Um, <laughs> with so with the knee. I just took a sip, and that front pepperiness went away. Um, and I think it was better altogether. I think it was kind of like f- not for the first uh, for the neat pour. It went from peppery to to nutty to um, light sweetness. This one skipped the. Um, it kind of went to light sweetness throughout. It kind of just took out the the highs and lows and just put it in the middle for me. I don't you know, know if like the water it. made it more vapory or what. But I'm getting kind of like that peppery, like it's a little spicier. But I don't know if it's like the flavor or just the like more alcoholic vapors. Mm-hmm. But I do not it like it with the water. Finish for sure with a little bit of water. Yeah, it, the, it the totally did. Has, no, is less. Um, now that I realize it is less, is more peppery on the finish now. I it is definitely less sweet. That's for sure. I'm not getting as yeah, much sweet sure. as I did before. Oh, um, great nose with the ice. Oh yeah, nice and fruity. No nuttiness on this on the nose. I have a feeling the palate won't agree with this nose, though. Find the hole. Um, yeah, really nice and sweet, and and bright sweet. Yeah. So, oh, I'm getting that bubblegummy nose back. Nope, not good on the palate. It's not. So I thought it would be worse when I started to get the notes of the uh, bitterness and the uh, bite, but it didn't get as bad as I thought it would. It's just not the best pour. It's the, probably the least pour on the palate. I'm getting it's drinkable like, though. It's drinkable. Nose wise, it's not. It's like a medicinal bubble gum. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. hey, what kind of fluoride do you want? We got bubble gum. I'm like bubble gum. And then they go. Hey. I don't like this one anymore. <laughs> yeah. So well, you like, should have gone for cherry. Nose is not as great. Oh, cherry is like the most medicinal. Yeah, no, yeah. Totally. Is. I but always go for a when bubblegum lets you down so much. You're like, maybe I should have. Yeah. And then the next time you go to the dentist, they're like, What do you want? Bubblegum or cherry? You're like, cherry, and then you regret it even more. This is not that good no not with ice i think i oh man it's not a ice great, wise i mean it's it's, it's a little it's more nutty mind-blowing 
it goes a little more medicinal. There's some bitterness mm. to it. Yeah, I, I mean, overall, I think the best thing this whiskey had going for it is the nose on the neat. It was yeah. nice and sweet. And then, yep. unfortunately, it was kind of downhill from there. Like, it just, or uphill? I don't know. The The hard thing is, is like, if I had this bottle, I, I this isn't a bottle I would reach for on a special occasion. This isn't a bottle I would want to show many friends. Not because it's bad, but just because because you're ashamed meh. of it. No, oh. it's just meh. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to mix it either. I don't know if, what it would be good to mix with. Yeah, yeah. No, there's. I mean, honestly, it's a hard one. I don't think it's terrible though, especially the neat. It's one. it's not. That's the thing is, it's not terrible, no. but it's just it's not just meh. It is. It, it's on. Secondary schedule, schedule, yeah. Secondary, secondary rating scale, rating scale. It's meh. Yeah, it's so, not. Yeah, awful. There's just, I mean, the, the nose is the best thing I had going for it on neat. You got a rating in yeah. mind? I do. So I'm gonna go a seven point nine here. It could have been worse, but I think this is one of the better Dickel options I have had. Uh, so I gave it a seven point nine. Uh, it it's not mind blowing. It's definitely not hover to what. Uh, it is good, not great. It is mostly meh, though, um, especially okay. for a hundred dollar bottle. So that's yeah. what I got for a hundred. Yeah, oh, I didn't even think, take that. So we are a pretty far apart here. I'm going okay. six point seven. There's not okay. a lot I like about this except for the nose. Uh-huh. Like, I I didn't really enjoy any of the palate, and that's one of the yeah. big parts of drinking a whiskey Huge. is it Probably tastes good part. in your mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm just going six point seven. Uh, okay. Paul, I appreciate your sharing. Yeah, I and we so would have glad. never known what copper tongue tastes like without Paul right now. So exactly. You, so appreciate that. So yeah, I bet you Paul thinks the same thing. But correct us if we're wrong, Paul. So let us know. Thanks, Reach yeah. out to us. Reach out and touch, touch us. us. Yeah. So All with right. that, now that I've mentioned the word "touch us" or the words "touch us," I guess it's time for whiskey world news. And we're back. Part of the show, we read an article. We talked about it, didn't write. Going to read it. Here it goes. Uh, this one comes from The Guardian, but it came up on a lot Ooh, of searches. because classy. Apparently, it's a dead week for whiskey news. Anyway, uh, this one's titled, California Ghost Town Disappears Again as Lake Fills After Three-Year Drought, written by Abinye Clayton. Uh, after California's severe drought resurfaced a historic settlement from the depths of Lake Isabella, the ghost town of whiskey flats has once again returned ah. to the water and that's where i'm gonna stop cole because that's <laughs> all we need to talk about the town of whiskey flats appeared and, and disappeared. disappeared any i will say on this whiskey flats appearing and disappearing cole i will say this you know i believe in global warming I think I believe in all that stuff but i also believe the world the earth we live in is able to uh adjust conform i don't say i'm not gonna say that it's gonna adjust and conform so that we can do whatever we want i'm not gonna say it's gonna adjust and conform so that we can keep living the way we do with uh polluting the ozone and doing all these things that make our temperature go up i i I hope we can because i want to use my aquanet yeah no but i 
yeah. that's how we do it. But either way, I think it is cool. Like people's expect people say when like the Colorado River, for example, when it was like receding so much that um, you know we were worried about it. It, I like, I personally, personally, this is me. This is me. This is no scientist. This is an actuary. I personally think that there are ebbs and flows and everything. I I'm not saying that things are going in a not not bad trajectory i'm saying they are getting worse slowly but there are ebbs and flows and everything including whiskey flats river wherever that was whatever river that was i think the biggest ebb and flow is the fact that some weeks whiskey world news is pretty good oh it has some weeks oh it flows it ain't Mm -hmm. and this is one of those weeks which leads so us curious. to our next segment. Oh, yeah. what's that? What mm-hmm. are you curious about? I'm curious what this next brings us to our next segment like. Okay, so cool. Mm-hmm. The next segment we have is called What Whiskey Would You Choose? And on this week, we're talking about what whiskey would you choose to disappear like whiskey flats? It showed up. Okay. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, here we go. I got this whiskey. You drank it, it and you're like, it can disappear. Which whiskey would you like or not even care if it disappeared? Okay. You just want so that, I'm glad gone. you qualified that because I was about to ask some qualifying good questions. You're the um, best question to ask. I ask great qualified questions. You do. But uh, what I was thinking was, does this mean that you want it to disappear quickly or you don't care about it enough that you wouldn't mind if it disappeared? And I'm going to answer that easily. I'm going to go with Dickel 8-Year um, because it's one of those ones. Like, I, my, or is it number 8 or 8-Year? I forget. It's like signature or something like that. Whatever it is, uh, Dickel on my whiskey shelf. I don't mind if someone picks it up and steals it uh, because Dickel is all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's Everything's all right. Everything's all right. And even if you steal it, that's all You're right. All you all right. steal my Dickel. So. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm gonna go with Pendleton. Nice. Here in the Northwest, yeah, people love one. the Pendleton. Yeah, they it's it well, they love it because they don't like whiskey. All it has to do with is the Pendleton Roundup, and it's yep. not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Just it's, go it's ahead. And it's vanilla. There you yeah. go. Yep. So that's that. I like that. All right. Well, we're um, a little short, but that's okay. That's okay. That's, That's okay. all right. We're, we're we're not short. We're in the ninety fifth percentile or more. Um, but that being said, Robbie, I am mm-hmm. grateful that you are doing well this week and doing better than last week. And I am grateful that we can just get our therapy in this week. And I'm grateful that our love. It's hopeful. Yeah, hopeful. Yeah, I don't know. And Cole, no. I hope you're able to visit the barber this week. Me too. Or Barbie. I hope that uh, you can take a good nap in your car this week. I hope. Oh, Cole, I hope all your naps are so good. But most of all, listeners, I hope our lovely whiskey lifted your spirits. Cha-ching. I don't know why I said cha-ching. <laughs> Either way, Wee. maybe we'll keep it in there. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs>